A new strategy, I think this is a really interesting one and one that I might be met with a little bit of controversy. Venice now has become the world's first city to charge an entrance fee. So is it going to save this city from becoming a really overcrowded, unaffordable, less livable place than it has been in the past? And is it going to set a bit of a precedent moving forward for other cities charging an entrance fee. Also, we're going to find out exactly what it costs to go there. Our guest is a professor at the Ted Rogers School of Hospitality and Tourism Management at the Toronto Metropolitan University, Dr. Rachel Dodds. Dr. Dodds, thanks so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Happy to be here. So let's just talk a little bit about the state of Venice uh, over the last few years, because we've heard a lot about overcrowding and this being you know, kind of a, a tourist hell in, in a lot of ways. So let's just talk about Venice as a whole and, and what things have been really look, looking like, the struggle that they've faced for the last few years. Well, Venice isn't the only city, and it's not just cities. Around the world, more and more destinations are facing the issue of too many tourists where they just can't handle. So the life of residents is being um, reduced. It's crowding. Their cultural and natural assets are being um, are in jeopardy. It's also upsetting and ruining the tourist experience. But overall, it's when too many people go to a place that and just can't handle anymore. So Venice is no different. But Venice has also been one of those cities that's on many people's bucket lists. Mm-hmm. And in the tourism industry, being on a bucket list sometimes sounds like a great idea. But when you have too many people coming there, it can be it can be disastrous. And uh, Venice is not the first city to think about a destination tax. Before COVID, lots and lots of destinations were considering putting taxes to try and raise money to deal with sustainability issues that cities were facing. It's probably just the best publicized one out there. It's Well, they're going ahead with it now. So let's, let's find out exactly, Dr. Dodds, what they're charging. What is this fee going to look like for people? Uh, I think it's... Um, to be fair, it's changed a number of times. I think it's five euros or three euros per person coming into the city, which if you know if you're spending hundreds of thousands thousands of dollars to go to Venice from Canada, for example, then three euros a day is really nothing when you when you look a lot of hotels already charge a tax like that or a visitor tax. Uh, Switzerland charges you approximately that much money in Swiss francs. And it's just embedded into your hotel fee. So the difference is is that you see it as a tourist this time. So you will see it as a tax, whereas a lot of times those taxes are embedded when we pay for visas, when we pay for uh, hotel rooms, when we pay for accommodations, um, attractions. The fees are, we have added fees sometimes in the industry to, to deal with those things. This time it's very much a please please pay this tax to try and, and deter people from coming. Unfortunately, you, if you've always wanted to go to Venice, is five euros going to deter you from coming? Well, and that's the thing. You know, I think most of us have this really romantic idea of Venice as being a place that we'd all really love to go. And, you know, these images of canal streets that, that you know, you're, you're dying to go and explore. And it really has become something that is much different than that in terms of the overcrowding. So is this going to reduce all of the people that are going to want to go? Is this going to actually have the impact? that they're hoping it does? They're hoping that maybe it will deter people from coming in the height of the season. So going to Venice in the summer, you you and another million people may have the same idea. So the idea is to hopefully deter people from coming at that particular time of year. I think the tax is variable. It may deter you. Um, it may be embedded that you stay a little bit longer and make sure you really get your money's worth rather than just going for one day, which is what happens a lot of times. Um, a lot of people can't afford to live in Venice because it's it's overrun with tourists. There's nowhere to stay. The cost of living is too high for the residents. Um, 
the other thing is that if people are going to continuously go, then they will have a lot, a little pot of money, hopefully transparent, uh, where this money goes to address the sustainability issues that this that this city is facing, which are immense. It's it's interesting, yeah. You know, talking about the fact that for residents, it's become somewhat unlivable. You know, things like apartments being rented out for uh, for Airbnbs for much more than what anybody would actually pay to live in one of those. So, I mean, they really have a a big problem on their hands here. If this doesn't work, what do you see them trying to to do to navigate forward? Well, this has been talked about a lot. It became a very political issue in Venice. A lot of other destinations, Amsterdam, for example, has already charged all the cruise ships um, and actually said, no, you can't even come as a cruise ship anymore to Amsterdam. So Venice is not the only one. Venice is just, as I said, probably the most publicized. And if it doesn't work and things still seem to deteriorate, then perhaps they're going to increase the fees. I mean, Bhutan charges you 600 US dollars for the joy of visiting Bhutan. So that's a, probably a much higher uh, destination tax, I would say, than, than five years euros that, that Venice is charging. But more and more places are doing it. And and as tourism keeps increasing and tourists keep behaving badly, um, it's it's not just on tourists to behave better. There's a need to become more responsible and sustainable. But also the operators and the hoteliers and the governments need to need to put some, some measures in place to make sure that tourism doesn't ruin the very places that that they're trying to promote. It, it, I'm surprised that it's not a higher fee, actually. I thought it was going to be looking more like 100 euros or even more to go there. Five feels like it's not going to make any impact a, at all. Are there What other places are, are entertaining doing something like this right now? Most destinations around the world are considering this. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if in five years every destination has a, has a tax. Oh. The the question will be, I mean, in Spain and Calvia, back in 2001, they implemented a tax. It just politically didn't work out so well, and it didn't stay in place for a very long time. Uh, it was only charged by hotels, but not by second home rentals or, at the time, vacation rentals before Airbnb was around. So these kinds of things are not new. The problem is, is whether or not they're transparent, whether or not people pay the tax. I think most people are quite happy to pay a tax if they know it's going to conservation or it's it's helping residents improve their quality of life. But if they're just paying a tax that's going into somebody's pocket for profit, then that's where the backlash usually occurs. Wow. Okay, Dr. Dodds, thank you so much for sharing your insight on this. No worries. Let's uh, let's just all behave a little bit more responsibly when we go play. <laughs> well said. Thank you so much for your time. That's Dr. Rachel Dodds, a professor uh, at the Ted Rogers School of Hospitality and Tourism Management at Toronto Metropolitan University, talking about Venice now, uh, deciding to move forward and charge an entrance fee of five euros. So is it going to save the city uh, from what has been described by residents as tourist hell? Uh, Venice has the highest visitor to population ratio on the planet. And now people that live there say that it feels like it's empty of Venetians and has become a dead city. People, residents, describe not even being able to walk there anymore because tourists pull up with suitcases, they're distracted by phones, and they have just absolutely taken over. And I mean, you think about it, it makes sense. Why not rent out your your place to a tourist for a lot more money than you could make renting it out to a resident on a month-to-month basis? So is this something that would detract you from going, or is this just going to be yet another fee and another tax that you just accept as normal? normal when you go travel.